Well, good evening, everybody. Just going to do a quick little recap of our Strato Bash event and then go into our last final two events that we have of the season, which is going to be tomorrow night out at, out at Rad Torque Raceway. We have our grassroots final, and then also the 21st, we're doing our final drift event of the year, and it's going to be out at Rad Torque as well. That's just a Thursday night open drift. So to wrap up our season, I'm going to get Tony. If the internet will uh, allow him to join in. There we go. How's it going, Sean? Not bad. How are you doing? Hey, not too bad. Not too bad. Just uh, getting some spring cleaning done around here, but adding more to the walls. Still looks pretty cool. There spring you go. Cleaning. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Get it all hanging up there. So, great Strato Bash. We didn't make it on last week to sort of uh, chat about it, but Strato Bash was amazing. Total yep. uh, car count out there was 104 cars that made it out. Well over 1,500 spectators joined us, so it was a good good weekend all around. Yeah, man, it was a uh, it was a good one. You know, almost needed a full week off just to process it. <laughs> um, I gotta say, like I think the biggest like immediate takeaway from it was just the standard of driving, much much higher than the previous three Strato bashes, and I think that made for. I was trying to kind of. Keep a rough guesstimate of how many laps I watched, but it's impossible because there's just so many. And I think from having the chance to be at Strato Tech uh, for different things this year, obviously we're there for the opening. Um, obviously, you know, did some time with the time tag stuff too. Um, just the pure sight of watching like 50 to 60 drift cars be on track at any given time and just watch that madness unfold, man, there's, there's nothing like it. So Stratovast is just mind-boggling to spectate and be on the side for. No, for sure. It is a it is a great event. Um, no, and, and always, number one thing that always comes back is the camaraderie of the community. Uh, couldn't be happier than, than how they left the facility as well. Everything was clean. A lot of people stayed afterwards, helped clean up and stuff like that. So big shout out to all those drivers. Hey, if you were at uh, Stratovast and you're watching here us live, throw a request in to join we'd love to chat with a few of the drivers that that were out there and uh sort of get some of their feedback maybe just you know different opinion on it different how it is being a driver out there um but hey coming up this week we have our grassroots final it's going to be on tomorrow night at a rad torque raceway gates open at uh well, i guess at 4 30 and we'll be doing basically open drift until about 6 30 and then go into our traditional top 16 bracket. So do we have any uh, spoilers for the layout yet? Or uh, can I just ask publicly, you know, can we use the old run up? Just really uh, shake it up and see if it's available. <laughs> well, you know, but, hey, we did, we do up the, the layout uh, last night on, on the judges chat. So we have that kind of sorted out fairly well. It works really well keeping this speed a bit lower just for some of the tandem that we're allowed to run out there. Um, but hey, basically we got uh, a couple of drivers that are vying for the championship. Uh, Dylan Zupanski, Ryan Hawaka, and Chris Pollard is right in the lead right now. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see who kind of takes the, uh, the championship for the grassroots series. 
uh, you know, big spoiler alert, there's not a big prizes for this. We just give out a decent uh, prize pack at each round. So it'll be good splitting another thousand dollars from JB's power center for the final round. So that's not too bad of a deal. Come out on a Thursday night, spend 50 bucks to drive and uh, can walk away with like, you know, 500 bucks dollar gift certificate for first place is not too bad and who doesn't need something from uh you know one of the speed shops locally anyway yeah i can't uh, i can't i struggle to think of anybody whose car doesn't need something after straddle bash for sure yeah. i was um i was talking to sierra a little bit uh yesterday actually and uh you know he's kind of humming and hawing about it and he's like oh man like all the pro guys are going to do the path they're going to dominate it's like i think it's one of those things right now where like tire wear is a thing coming into this contest where the pro guys are on scrubs, man. They've been burning tires all year long. There's there's nothing left, man. Um, Francois stands out in mind. Um, yeah. But I think that might make it interesting. You know, obviously these pro cars, a uh, lot of fatigue. We've had a crazy long season on them, right? And, you know, our Thursday crowd, man, those cars can just survive everything, it seems. So I think maybe you might see a little bit of that sneaking its way into uh maybe our top 16 bracket i know we do the pros on one side but i'm imagining you know what straddle bash it hurts you know it hurts the pocket hurts the car um but love to obviously see it all out there um but we'll see what we get but uh man i am to preface that too i am super excited to see how our thursday guys are going to get down on the pad this year for like a competition layout yeah and i think that's really kind of the equalizer as well um it does kind of make it nice. All, so many of the Thursday night guys that, that drive regularly that are also competing in the grassroots. That's, this is their, their you know, home court advantage, we'll call it that. We do a ton of laps on the pad and the layout that we're running is very similar to what we, we run fairly often. Um, just a little bit different entry and stuff like that. But I think that's what makes it really fun as well. Uh, you know, our, our guys, that are out there weekly and, and really do support that the open drift that JB's puts on I think it's going to be you know the equalizer there and the pad is it's uh big horsepower doesn't necessarily give you a big advantage on that um and just maybe it's just familiarity with it so I'm looking forward to seeing it um I plan to drive a little bit I'm not sure whether I'll be competing in it or not we'll just sort of see how, how the cars are running and and go from there and see if we got enough people helping out on the start line and such like that. But no, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good night. Um, give me, give, let's go through a few highlights uh, from Strato Bash. Let's talk about that. Um, give me one of your, you know, give me your top five Strato Bash highlights. I will definitely have to start out with like, you know, shout out to my dude, Chad, stepping it up for driving his first Strato Bash, uh, but the winner of the Littlest Entry Award. Uh, I kind of really enjoyed that and, you know, had some laughs with him sense about it too. Uh, he's taken the, you know, right approach on it, takes the rouse and keeps going. But, uh, man, just seeing that dude progress through the weekend, crazy, man. Just always smiles, uh, sending it pretty decent there. Uh, so shout out to Shabby there. He's definitely one of the uh, top five highlights. Uh, and I got to say too, like the big entry contest in its entirety, I always enjoyed the time when uh, I get to MC and, you know, kind of a little looser in Straddle Bash is kind of like my treat for the year uh, yeah. until, you know, yeah <laughs> it's a it's a good way to have some fun poke some lighthearted fun at everybody of course you know if you're watching and you maybe heard something that you're like hey what's this guy talking about you know it's all love when we're up there man we're just having a good time just vibing out me and jeremy always just laughing up in the tower and it's always a blast um for the contests that we do at bash um 
And then I got to say, too, I kind of enjoyed the little game of Drift that kind of broke out after after we left the uh, group picture. And uh, almost kind of wonder if we did, like, you know, one cone contest. Like, can you and your crew do some cool tandem donuts? Can you guys, like, not write off your stuff? Like, or how fast can you blow a pair of tires, you know? Right. Um, with all three examples. And I think that's pretty sick. And it'd be, maybe that's a game people would be interested in. Just, like, a small little, I don't know stunt driving on the front straight it was fun it was cool um and then two you know crowd big this year i couldn't believe it for like you know the saturday usually pretty big draw you put 100 plus drift cars anywhere man like people will stop on the highway people will come into the gate uh this is the one i know like all of our drift community is just 100 percent behind like you got to come to this one like if you don't make anything else this is the strato bash is what you need to see this is this is it the pinnacle and um so saturday crazy amount of people there and then even more on sunday which i wasn't expecting with the like bit of a cooler temperature start to the day too not as many hours of running but man when we were doing the uh big entry contest i couldn't believe how many people were there just enjoying a weekend of drifting you know like with obviously it's not to discredit anything that goes behind the scene it doesn't look like there is a lot of structure because we're all out there just driving as hard as we can and like Cars are doing this, destroying this and that, and it's nonstop track action, but the amount of work that goes on behind the scene to make it so seamless is, it's cool to see that a crowd got to come and appreciate that, and I know I had a lot of people walk up to me after the big entry contest too and say, hey, that was like the best thing we've done for like all of these bashes, you know? Yeah. Uh, Team Tampon, you, you can say what you want about it. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, maybe we practice that one on the pad. You know, let's practice. It's what we do. I think we could uh, maybe plan for that a little bit through next season. That's, you know, someone likes pitch to you too. Um, but yeah, dude, just the actual show portion of Bash and maybe it was just being on this side of it this year was just amazing, man. It kind of felt like kind of carnival uh, atmosphere, you know, like festival. It was really good, man. So just a blast. And then just, I got to say, the number one highlight. Oh, that's tough, man. That's really tough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just the the top four there. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'll give I'll give a few. Mine mine sometimes are a little bit different. I found that actually load in was really good for us this year. So like my highlight from the background being an being an organizer and uh, trying to get people you know situated in the pits people just came with the right attitude this year and i didn't have any any problems people were just happy to find a pit spot uh cram in there and they kind of just knew it and actually like it turned out really well um that there, there was enough room for all the drivers and you know people knew where they were the year before that's where they kind of wanted to be so they just sort of went and did their own thing and it was actually really easy loading went really well um and i and i think that's that's a big part for us you know the drivers that you know come year after year and i guess we're getting to that level where everybody's trying to have come to all the straddle bashes so far so you know we got lots of people that have been there this is their fourth one and looking on to next year hopefully bigger better um couple of different things we are tied into a a sound limit, um, how late we can go on the on the Saturday. So we're gonna push it. We're gonna really try to get some uh, cool underglow driving going on. Maybe just do something in the front section, just as the sun's coming down. Because 
uh, some of the pictures and video that are coming out, especially as the sun's coming down on the Saturday was absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, and I think that just the level of driving has really, has really elevated. Maybe it's just people, you know, respecting their ability and, you know, kind of just happy to be in the group that they're in driving to that level and not so many offs, I don't think. Like, don't get me wrong. We absolutely uh, trash this place. Like, the gravel <laughs> is trashed. Um, yeah. The gravel traps actually took a lot more abuse than what the grass did this year. Um, nice. Yeah, the fence got hit. Yeah. Spots? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 gra the gravel traps got, got absolutely abused. I mean, and some of that is, it'll come, it'll come from, from driving uh, more. And I think, you know, next year, uh, as the level of driving continues to go up, I think people will just, you know, hone that in and it won't be quite so bad. Um, yeah, there's, there, there's so many, <laughs> everyone should have like a little token, a souvenir from Stratotech. You know, you know, I bet it does in the car. There's, there's got to be a rock summer, but if I think we made it like a community call out to like refill the gravel traps, I bet if everybody went emptied their cars out right now, we could probably at least do turn one and probably five. Honestly, percent. <laughs> by the time they got home to wherever they came from, uh, you know, there's there's rocks that fall out of their chassis and yeah, you don't want to them on the trailers home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. What's another one? I, I got to give a huge thank you to all the drivers that come in out of, out of BC, out of Saskatchewan, out of Manitoba as well. Having drivers from all over Western Canada is really, really cool. Hopefully we can get a few of the US guys to come up next year. Um, kind of falls a little earlier next year, right at the end of August and falling into uh, September 1st. So it'd be really nice to see if we can get a few more drivers from the US to come up and sort of uh, participate in our little bash that we call, you know, strata bash. Um, yeah, like, I don't have any like individual things that really stand out. I mean, but just, you know, of course, cars get killed, a lot, lot of broken cars. We had a few, you know, engine failures, but that comes after a season and, um, you know, still smiles on the face. And I think that's maybe one of the big standouts for me. I'll give it out to uh, uh, Saber and Justin Frey. Those guys, you know, early on the day, uh, Saber act, you know, something happened with the car, broke. He hit the fence, right? Sucks. Accidents happen. But I mean, you got to give it up to, to both those guys stayed late on Saturday, stayed late on Sunday, helping clean up the venue, you know, putting hay bales back, fixing as much stuff as they could. And I think that's really, you know, what I like to see in the community is the, uh, you know, no matter what happens to you, you're still there to have a good time and to support your friends driving or just to stay and, you know, be part of the community, right? So big shout out to those guys for staying and helping as much as they did. Yeah, you know, uh, save a right attitude, man. Pretty unfortunate accident to happen. That's basically what it was. Engine just failed. You lost the car. Um, and yeah, just all weekend. They're helping Marshall and still having a good time. Still going for ride. Still giving high fives, man. So yeah, Saber and uh, uh, Justin for sure, man. Just huge shout out. And, uh, you know, huge shout out too to everybody that uh, just did a track walk right after the event too. Like yeah. that was 
pretty awesome. Um, I was going to rewind a few things too. And just like, so experiencing the whole weekend, four days in its entirety for you and I, uh, it's wild to be there on Friday, like fr right before load in, right before anybody shows up. Like it, it's so quiet. You're kind of like, oh man, like the, the quiet is almost loud because then as soon as the circus comes rolling in, everybody lines up, packs the venue, all of the cars on trailers. Some even drive the cars. It is <laughs> kind of like a scene out of Mad Max when they all kind of start rolling in and start taking up the various like campsites <laughs> in the uh, Serato Tech parking grounds there. Um, and then, yeah, man, just seeing it like kind of, you know, unpack, evolve, be ready, go, shred, destroy, and, like, whole thing wraps up Sunday night. We're back there Monday cleaning again, back to the quiet. It's crazy, man. Like, it's just in – a, in a sense, I can't believe we've done four at this point because that's four years and it doesn't feel like that. But, like, this event, you know, you spend all year waiting for, and it feels more like – it kind of feels like that's where my years are starting. Like maybe that's my like New Year's, you know, if we can just have Strato Bash as New Year's now. Um, that's like where it resets and stuff like that. That's like kind of like the, okay, the season is now over. Obviously we got our grassroots still to finish and a practice to come too. But that's like where it's like, okay, like the amount of just, you know, when you're driving, uh, the amount of effort that that takes to like haul everything out there, survive in the sun two days, operate a machine and just like, you know, we were really blessed with good weather this year. Uh, but years past when it's been plus 30, man, like that's a long day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so thankful that it was only 25 on the Saturday because it was, it was cool to go to eight, but man, that was a lot of drifting in one day. <laughs> and I didn't even drive. I just watched and I was like, holy moly, man. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is. And I, you know, I guess, you know, obviously the track staff are, are heroes for the weekend. I mean, and they come back for Sunday. That's crazy, man. Like they come back for Sunday. Like Sunday, yeah, we do get a little <laughs> bit of a, of a of a lull in it. You know, some guys have had enough of of being there on the Saturday. So, hey, you know, we all always are looking for more volunteers. You know, more people. Many hands make light work, as they always say. But you know, got to be really proud. You know, Eric again killed it, sort of leading on the the track staff, uh, Tokyo as well. You know, those are two standouts for me definitely can't do it without those guys tokyo comes down spends a full weekend driving around the track pulling people out keeping us safe um you know when he gets on on his loud pedal when there's a fire or something like that he is fast on the scene making sure that uh everyone's safe so got to give a shout out to them but hey like we said we were starting at 10 a.m first thing and 10 o'clock track was hot yep saturday we went right till eight o'clock a little bit later same we never missed a beat uh you know so when you came and, and we showed up that we had 16 hours of uh on track time guess what 16 hours that track was hot and uh you know big shout out to to all the staff they just no matter what we put to them they were out there looking after it and making sure everyone was uh was safe for sure yeah you know we really got to admire the commitment of our lovely track staff, everybody that comes and helps. And, like, you know, a huge shout out to all the drivers that stayed at the end of Sunday night, too, to help us clean up. Yeah. Uh, just walked out there. Maybe maybe we should make it like a scavenger hunt next year. You come find your own park and stuff like that. It's crazy how much debris is actually on the side of the track, man. Um, but no, it, it was good. This was, um, you know, it's. I think it double drives home the bummer it was to maybe not drive this one because everybody's driving was just unreal um 
and like seeing how you know obviously our guys red blue group killer slaying it but seeing how closely that green yellowish kind of group got into the term that you almost like the driving was just mint between all four groups by the end of the day and it was really cool um yeah obviously more gravel offs instead of just like offs into the track and stuff like that so i think you know at least guys are going off the right place and that's indicative of like you know pushing hard and like that's what we want to see we want to see guys just you know don't be afraid to gravel your stuff like that's why we asked for tow hooks and that's why tokyo's there this is you know what we do and i think it's a really big testament like how much like where straddle bash is you know an investment as a driver to make you know it doesn't it's not a cheap weekend but straddle bash in itself is almost like an investment back to our drivers to allow them that space to allow them 16 hours to come drive and just like you know fly off track learn how to drive this course you know i look back to like gopro footage from the first year of straddle bash to the last year i drove it in 2022 and it's not even comparable like yeah the amount of like comfort and the amount of just like speed that you can carry when you are like dialed on this track and now that if we had like it for a few years you know i think this is we've talked about it before in length on the podcast before but i think this straddle bash is probably one of the like the main things you could attribute to the maybe general alberta driving level and obviously you know this is including saskatchewan and bc that does you know drive out for this event too but just our alberta if you focus on that this has contributed so much to the driving level as a whole um and i think it is making better drivers better drifters and you know it's hopefully launching you know more programs for people it's more it's just like i said it's it's an investment back into drivers that have been driving for you know so long just doing the pad events at the rad Torque raceway or you know where else you're drifting in alberta it's not it doesn't compare to stratotech because that is a proper you know road course very well suited for drifting very you know it's good it's 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 not a, like a, a huge track like rad torque's raceway uh, road courses where you know it, it jam and it requires balls man like and manitoba guys too thanks to Anko 40 for sure um so it's just getting bigger and bigger and it's really cool to see i think this is kind of like the, if you looked at the past four years of progression like strato bash is probably like that uh i would just say nucleus for change where this is like where the better drivers are made and then we're going to see more drivers come into more, more pro events more drivers coming to like grassroots and stuff like that and it's just really cool to just see where we are uh four years onwards with it now yeah no i i think for sure um but yeah like i don't i, I really enjoy seeing the teams come out you know you I, bush league always sticks in my mind they make the long track and, <laughs> and there's usually at least four four of them that make it out so it's good to see them you know and and just the teams that show up and, and tend to drive together. I think that's, uh, that's always a good one. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. The driving level definitely helps here in Alberta. I think we're, we're lucky with the amount of tracks that we have, um, or at least the different layouts that we can run. You know, we usually do our season opener. We got one at Rad Torque and we also have one at Stratotech. You know, we got the pad, road course, multiple variations of the road course at a Rad Torque you know, not very many places let you absolutely just shred the entire facility. You know, when you think of even that mission, we're only usually allowed sections of their road course. We're not just allowed the entire road course to just send it for the entire, you know, what is it? 2.1 kilometer track yeah. of, of 
<laughs> you know? So I think that's something that's really important just to recognize as well that uh, there's a lot of a lot of freedom, but that that freedom comes, you know, from the respect that that the drifting has in the community, in the motorsports community. Um, and I think you'll see it sort of in years to come. Uh, I, I always think of Rad Torque as number one, you know, they're such an ambassador to drifting. They absolutely love us out there. They, you know, want to do bigger, better things with us. So I'm really stoked to see what uh, 24 has to come for us. And I think it's going to be some exciting things, you know, hopefully we can announce it sooner than later, but you know, it's coming. Schedule is going to be up here fairly shortly. We're locking it in already with uh, both Mission and with Rad Torque. So we'll have that done here by, I think, by the end of this month. So our 2024 schedule is going to be locked in. Should be fun. Um, yeah. What's some things that you'd like to see maybe change at uh, Stratobash? Let's, let's throw it out there. If guys have some questions, some comments, uh, throw them up, you know, throw a comment in there and we'll, we'll read it out if we see it. Um, yeah, or got a question, throw it up in a question. If you were out at, at the bash and you want to jump in and, and give your feedback, just do a request to join and we'll let you in and say hi and, uh, get your recap. Fiber story of the bash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think you mentioned it. I think it's really cool that we have the teams, you know, they all pit together. We all kind of, you know, in our drifting tribes or whatever we have our homies that we like to put pit with you know obviously we're friends with everybody but you have your group where you you know you're doing the dumb stuff <laughs> and um it would be cool to you know kind of celebrate more our team characters like our teams that uh you know we can have like a drift easy I've, i think to like the hoopty life 10 city uh which was really cool <laughs> um yeah. we kind of did more stuff like that kind of just celebrated the fact that you know like these are these, these are groups of people that come here and uh you know drift together and if we did like more like team kind of focused um thing like that maybe just like <laughs> i've always wanted to do maybe because i see dustin's in the chat here um it'd be cool to do like a spotter's guide for strato bash to kind of like a program that would have all 100 cars on a page and just go really wild with it and then you know maybe some sort of bingo contest where you see them all do something like or you get like dirt drop check mark tire divvy check mark <laughs> spin check mark crazy awesome tandem check mark it would be really dope to have some something to do with that and just kind of make more of a show at a strato bash i guess and celebrate everybody that comes yeah. and it'd be kind of neat uh, I think it'd be pretty fun to do the strata, but like, man, how do you, oh man, how do you, how do you coordinate with a hundred people? Be like, can you get a picture of your car? <laughs> Even uh, like, you start that, it snowballs, man. I know drifters. I'll tell, I'll tell you how hard it is. We, for every <laughs> single, for every single uh, person that registered, they also got a Google Docs form to fill out and we got uh, 26 back. So, you know. <laughs> It wasn't too bad. We're at 25% roughly filled it out. Um, I see Brian is, is there. He says definitely some nighttime track time. We have a hard cut at nine o'clock. It's all quiet there. There's no more cars running at nine. So like we can take it right to the edge of nine o'clock, but like at 855, it's got to be quiet on track. But I think we, I think what uh, Dustin was doing with the light painting, some of the underglow on the track on the front straight, that looked cool. I think if more cars come with some underglow and some cool stuff like that, we can do some, you know, we can just 
enjoy the car culture. It uh, doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, uh, ripping around the track, but maybe we could do that parade lap at night with the cars, with the underglow. I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, just get some, get some unique media. That's basically what, what we can do out there. Um, hey, but yeah, also got to give a shout out to our big entry contest here, right? OMG1JZ on uh, Instagram. That's him, big 360 entry. It was sick and he did it twice. So to see in rail train horn honk like man crazy combo <laughs> well it was awesome man yeah when we stopped cn so they can sit there and enjoy a little bit of drifting um you know i think that's pretty cool uh it happens quite a bit out there you know where the the train will stop and they'll watch it for quite a while you know it's the yeah um, how much do you think their spectator bill actually was like if you stop a train for let's say 45 minutes <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were loading. I don't know what they were doing, but they were just it's there. Crazy thought if you think about it to the added cost of Straddle Bash. I think, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, don't uh, don't stress yourself out too, too much about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared asked a pretty good question in chat there. He was saying, you know, most improved driver from Saturday to Sunday over the weekend. Um, Sean, I don't know if you had a lot of chance to watch a lot of driving. No, actually, I didn't. I didn't have a ton of time to to watch it. I was either, uh, you know, uh, working on something, cleaning something, or you know, doing general maintenance type stuff around the track. Uh, so I don't really have one that I would have seen as as most improved. Um, but you guys must have somebody that you would have watched a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, I was uh, talking about Chad a little earlier. Uh, pretty cool to watch him with the ball from Saturday to Sunday. Uh, Got to get a shout out to uh, Tom. Tom was doing pretty sweet too. Uh, man, like a lot of guys, it's crazy to, you know, we saw Brighton get more grips to, I don't, man, I got, I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't know how many laps of drifting I watched, but it it had to be the most of the season for sure. Right. Um, but in the Thousands. I don't know. We should we should try to count the laps sometimes. It'd be it'd be very interesting to know the results of the uh, Strato Bash Grand Prix, if you will. Um, hey, maybe that's an idea. Maybe maybe we just start racing people. No, let's let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, five lap drift car death race to the finish. Take winner takes all. I think that'd be great. But uh, you know who wants to? Who really wants to put up their car for that? Talking about it's one thing, uh, <laughs> but actually putting the. Uh, the uh, 240 where the mouth is that's the, that's the that's the struggle bit that's where they get you um man i gotta give shout out to mike g mike g was you know came in pretty shred pretty shred and heavy and then by the end of it man he was uh crazy to ha how fast that g35 can actually go when you're really just you know throwing it out there um jared saying shout out to kyle carr uh that's a white pink 180 sx you know he's pretty impressive in the uh big entry contest and yeah just super uh uh, super uh, consistent driving. You know, I don't think I really saw him make a lot of errors, right. uh, but yeah, no, it was crazy, man. Just so many, so many good things. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I have a chance to look at some of the photos I was taking uh, on the Saturday. It was pretty nice to pick up the camera again and repraise that role. And I have to say, standing trackside for that is madness. Um, pretty crazy. <laughs> Probably the craziest thing I think I've done behind the camera. One of, one of the craziest things for sure. Um, but I noticed that all of the pictures I've taken, like I, I got, I tried to get some of everybody, but man, I, I nonstop shooting the S13s, man. So I think there's like 
probably something to that. What, what you fall in love with is what you kind of like, you know, watch and follow. So if you're driving an S13, like hit me up. I probably got pictures of it. Okay. <laughs> um, but BMW people, you know, just forget my inbox. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> well, we do have definitely a, a ton of the BMW guys out there too. Um, well, okay. What's what's probably the most reliable vehicle out there? I think it's probably these uh, the G35s and the BMWs. They were they were surviving, <laughs> right? They they were yep. surviving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, mean, I, know, I know. But you know, when, when you think of like uh, a lot of them, there's a lot. There there's a lot. Uh, hey, we've got to give a shout out to uh, Joseph Janik. He brought out a, a big crew, three cars, um, you know, good representation for the augmented racing team. Good to see a lot of the BC people out there as well. Yep. Nice to see him driving. Yeah, no, he looked like he had a blast. But on the subject of Joseph Janik, can we talk about how clutch the idea to bring a wheelbarrow to bring tires back and forth to Devotion Tire was? See? Like, to add that to the top five most impressive things I saw this week, that weekend was the wheelbarrow like strategy, man. Just like screw it, the whole cruise tires, throw them in the wheelbarrow, bring them through. Like that was unbelievably clutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I've been asking some of the drivers some of the specs and stuff like that of you know what what they've consumed, uh, you know, for tires, for fuel, and stuff like that. You know, just trying to get a, a rough estimate. You know, if you got to think, you're about 104 people on average. 10 tires for the event is going to be fairly low on uh, i would think um so you know you're well over a thousand tires used at the event uh, i know the pile that was left behind from devotion was uh, over 580 tires oh. just doing, doing some quick math there and i think so it was all it was a lot of tires changed it was a lot of tires used and uh yeah i think it was i think it was a great time Yep. It's a, uh, it's a blast, man. And I think like <laughs> the tires used too. I think that's almost like an indicative like measurement of how much the driving has went up because the track was able to stay open. Like not a lot of yellow sectors. We burnt off way more rubber. Of course we had like, you know, I think maybe two, three more hours, I think this year over Strato Bass 3 to actually drive on the track. But yeah, no, but the, the tire stack was like a mountain, yeah, like straight mountain, mountain. Yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're really hoping that the uh, the recycler heads out there and picks them up. That's the plan, anyway. If not, I guess we do another trip and start loading up tires. Yeah, um, Francois, uh, some tires, buddy. Dead oh. tires that are filled with rain and mosquitoes are less fun to load than uh, new tires. I'll yep. tell you that, but. <laughs> Hey, it's one of the things, but no, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I think that's a good wrap up for, for a strato bash. Um, you know, media keeps coming out. Uh, that's another one, one big shout out to the, to the media that comes out and shoots and drone pilots. Obviously we got, uh, fundamentally fresh, did a full recap for us, uh, was out shooting for us as well. So they were out there for the entire season. And so we expect to have lots of reels coming out. Uh, nice recap for the end of the year. I think it's going to be be a good one. But yeah, so basically, you know, let's wrap up. We got two events left. Uh, they're both Thursday nights, uh, 14th and the 21st at a Rad Torque. 
21st is a change from our regular schedule on the website. 28th, I'm actually heading out, can't be there for the 28th, so we're bumping it to the 21st. That's going to be the final drift night of 2023 for Spec D is on the 21st out of Rad Torque. And we'll go as late as possible till it's dark, guaranteed both nights. Um, they've added some lighting there, so it's, it's always pretty good. We can go, you know, right till it's dark, but, you know, just a, a fair warning when it gets dark, it is dark out at the track. So, yep. you know, definitely, definitely come prepared to, to uh, have a good time and enjoy it. Uh, gates are open, you know, at, at five o'clock for spectators to get in. Uh, new stands are also set up on the edge of the pads. So we got the big stands there. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, talked about a little bit earlier on the cast, but very excited to see what the, com the competition is going to look like for our, you know, regular 36 drivers. Uh, Got to give a shout out to all of them. Like the driving has been pretty crazy this year. It's getting, getting better. Yeah. We're getting better. They call it practice. It's key. And like, yeah, it's paying off, man. Like it's, uh, pretty cool to see who uh who's going to come out on top of the pile uh tomorrow i think um hoping to see like you know uh like you mentioned hope to see mr Pansky make it up i hope to see chris pollard come out too to see how the championship battle winds up for them um but hey you know it's still anybody's chance to spoil it too man so um yeah pretty... ryan ryan uh, Hawaka and dylan are both tied at 132 uh chris pollard's 32 points ahead at 164 points so you know, first, second, third, um, yeah, it can be pretty much anybody. Um, Sabres in fourth, but of course he lost his car out there at Straddle Bash. So the rest of them are fairly far behind just because they didn't make all their rounds or make all the events. But, you know, I still think it's going to be fun. Don't worry if you uh, aren't in the top three. It's, you know, the big championship prize is bragging rights for the uh, off season and, uh, but I, I like to see that, you know, in the uh, in the top five, there's only two pros, you know, and the rest of them are all of our our amateur drivers that are out there just yep. just playing around. So, oh, so it's good. To, you know, anybody watching or anybody watching it back to if you're you know humming and thinking about coming out to do the grassroots stuff, like you know, it's a good way to do a bookmark of your entire season on the pad maybe you missed the first two rounds maybe you haven't think you know competition drifting for you um it's a really good check-in to just have that bookmark you know it doesn't you know you define your success if you're still having fun and you're still coming back and you're still having a good time i think you're doing just fine at drifting um but it is really nice to have a chance to drive on a bit of a setup course have someone watch your driving you know judging feedback is everything yeah. it's the you know a chance to you know watch other guys drive a well set up course that's very helpful too um but to have that reflection to have that review of your driving to just you know maybe work on some set some goals for the off season uh you know highly recommend if uh, you have access to gopro you know film yourself driving watch yourself driving watch it back until you're sick of it um and then you'll, you'll get better from there um but yeah to some of the guys that maybe are sitting on the sides that haven't done any of the grassroots rounds or anything like that like you know i encourage you like this is it's you don't have to be you know competitive pro drifting guy um but it is a really nice way to just kind of get a quick you know just just check just see how you are doing uh get a review you know it's like going for well, i'm not going to say like going for a driving test because you'd fail pretty horribly 
<laughs> it's 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 like our equivalent of that you know to kind of just check in and just uh see what it's all about so i really you know i hope uh hope a lot of guys that have sat out some of the grassroots rounds you know really push to make this one happen for themselves you know don't be don't be afraid of competition man it's all just gonna be a blast and um you know don't don't uh come get a chance to have your name mispronounced by me you know that's like a big stepping stone alberta drifting too <laughs> are you gonna, gonna be announcing that tomorrow then Oh yeah, for sure. Surprise! All right. Well, there you go. I was gonna, I was gonna harass Marco, but if you're, uh, oh, there we got, got a crappy sound system for you to use, so we'll we'll throw you on the mic anyway, in front of the in front of the crowd, and yeah, yeah just yeah. <laughs> and a little bit about it. Um, you know, this is definitely the lightest side of competition that we can put together. Uh, there isn't qualifying. We just throw you into a bracket of how we think that you should be. Uh, who you should be driving against, make it fun, make it uh, just a good time. And I think that's, that's the big key. Uh, that's why like some of these, these grassroots events are some of my favorite ones to drive at because everyone's just out there to have a good time. I haven't seen anybody, you know, upset, hurt feelings, no matter how they finish off the night, they're just happy to be out there driving. And I think that's, that's key. Um, but yeah, I, I always, I always say the competition driving, is definitely the best because it is a set course. People are really trying hard, even if it's, you know, just driving with your friends, you're still driving, you know, pushing hard for the proper line and stuff like that. So I think it'll be a good time out there. Um, yeah, I've got the merch trailer out there. It's gonna be probably the last time that'll be out for the season. So if you need to pick up a hoodie or a hat, anything that we got kicking around in the merch trailer, make sure you stop by and say hi. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. It, season went fast, you know, it, it really went uh, fast. And there's no confirmed drivers for tomorrow. It's just show up. If you're showing up there, you are, you're driving. It's not really one that we did anything on the, on the website for. It's just easier. If you want to drive and compete, you just show up and we throw you into it. Basically it's, you know, like a little bit better better organized practice with a with a better better layout and stuff like that but so yeah no pre-registration needed just show up and and drive at the gate that's it show up run what you brung and have a good time that's it um yeah and like i say we'll try to i i even kind of step back i let john and uh, chad and uh chris coots are our judges that come out and judge this event and I kind of let them run it. I don't uh, do a ton behind the scenes on it either. I think it works better when they get to run it. So, you know, Tony, they'll, they'll be giving you the driver's list. So you don't have to hound me for it. How about that? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but def definitely developed a reputation for not being shy. You know, if I need information, I'll come get it. <laughs> 100%. That's what we need to do. But... I think on that, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Um, like I say, yeah, make sure you come out, hit these last two events out at Rad Torque. Um, you know, it's a good way to end off the season. You know, the nights nights are really nice. It gets cool out there, and it's it's a it's a good time to to see guys pushing and, and driving hard. I'm going to have the RX-8 out tomorrow. Took the mufflers off it, so it's going to be loud. Let me know if you can hear it. Um, just doing some final testing on it before we pack it away for the uh for the winter but figured we might as well let it go full song take the mufflers off and just do it how it's supposed to be made straight pipe give, give the people 
what they want, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah, flames and uh, and loud three rotor uh, exhaust note. How about that? There you go. You know what? Really quick before we do go, going back to Stratabash, obviously you got to drive both your RX7 and RX8. Which one is your favorite one to drive? Um, they're not yet currently a favorite. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, current, currently it's still uh, the FDRX7. Um, just a little bit more comfortable in it. Uh, just way more seat time in it. Um, but as for just uh, like something that scares me, the RX8 terrifies me. So, I mean, I, I like it. It's just, you got to have a little bit more respect for it. it uh, it's a little frightening at times and it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's it. It's, it's the difference between the two cars. Uh, we'll go quickly on it. The FDRX7, you can drive it uh, continually till your tires are dead. You can hot lap it nonstop. Uh, learning very quickly with the RX8, picking up like an XFD car is definitely do two laps and then come in. Uh, let the car cool down, check it over, check your catch can, check your tires, check your fuel, all that type of stuff because it is go for two laps, come in, reset, go out, do two more laps. So um, it's not the greatest uh, uh, bash style car, but it is it is pretty wild. Um, but yeah, fourth gear in that is fairly quick. And uh, we clicked it a few times at Stratotech. And uh, I don't know. We'll play with it on the pad tomorrow night. So if you're in the area, you want to see, uh, you know, the most expensive car that I have to run, you can come <laughs> out and check out the RX-8. It is ridiculous. It burns off 275, 35-18s like they're nothing. And uh, that's maybe the most terrifying part of it is how much it costs to run per lap. Here comes Sean Hardin with the Zestino Tires RX-8 pushing for the lowest possible tax bracket. <laughs> Is absolutely, yeah, it's a terrible idea. Uh, hey, and if you're in the market for an RX-8 three-rotor, uh, hit me up. <laughs> well, it's running great. It's for sale. Financial returns. <laughs> Trade, yes. Yes, if you, you too can ruin your life. Um, hey, I think you even got a few of the Stratobash shirts left. I think there's only three left. Um, we haven't got them. There's only 120 made. That's it. There's no more. They're come out every year and they're limited edition and that's it. So, you know, I'll have mine on tomorrow night. You can check it out. And uh, there's a few left in the, in the merch trailer for you. So it's tomorrow. So someone has to wear the small Stratobash shirt if they win. Yeah. The smallest one. I think we have, I don't know if we have a small, we've got some mediums though, for sure. Okay. Hey, we can give the winner a, a medium uh, Stratobash shirt. Yeah. Hope the biggest guy. <laughs> but we did we did think about all of our people we you know we got tokyo one we got uh big tony one so those guys got their strato bash shirts and the big sizes so it's pretty good yes magazines will be out there as well um we got those in the merch tent as well or you can also see dust and electric media it's going to be pretty good yeah man. if uh maybe you've talked to dustin real nice too he'll sign it for you that'd be pretty cool sure like addition to your coffee yeah yeah I mean, you know, even pictures. Yeah, you can run around. There's lots of the grassroots guys that are in the uh, in the magazine. Um, I hope Rick makes it out. I'm not sure whether he made it, how his transmission is doing, but definitely, yeah, <laughs> good. 
<laughs> yeah, I know the the attrition for the season is is tough. There's a lot of people that you know, their season ended at Strata Bash for sure, but uh, then there's New Year's. That's where the year resets. Strato Bash is at the end of the year. It's New Year's party. And then that Monday afterwards, it's financial ruin. It's just like, oh, my God, <laughs> I got 12 months of work ahead of me to make this happen again. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, it, it's it's couldn't wouldn't do anything else, man. It's it's the way to do it. No, it's uh, there's a reason we love it. I think it's just the uh, the community, the driving, you know, there's nothing better. If you can still do something like I've been doing this for a long time. And, uh, you know, like I say, I jump into the arcs aid and it terrifies me. I think that's kind of a fun thing to do and get past it. And uh, I mean, that's what we're out here for, right? For the for the thrill. Right on. Well, on those thrills, uh, we'll probably have like a podcast about uh, some sim drifting stuff coming on. So hopefully we can jump on with uh, uh, Mr. Electric Media too. kind of maybe reveal some plans for what we got uh, kind of cooking this winter. Uh, see what we kind of got up to because um, obviously a lot of sim time in our eight month winter hiatus but uh <laughs> you know it's all good but uh hey let's not think about that we got drifting tomorrow there's still some summer to enjoy here i think that's where we'll wrap it up tonight excellent all right everyone will catch you at the track tomorrow and if not next week on here see you guys later all right